0: Thank you, Holy Spirit. Romans 8, verse 1. Are you glad that you are here tonight? The Bible says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. No condemnation. No condemnation. No judgment. What condemnation has many synonyms? No judgment. No failure. Is that like God is telling the truth or is lying to us? Because this is is an amazing statement. I mean, we live in a world full of evil, a world full of pain, and then God is telling us that (laughs) if you are in Christ Jesus, there is no condemnation. No condemnation, no judgment, no destruction, no failure. Why should a Christian fail? What's making a Christian to fail? I can never fail in life. Because he's looking at the wrong things. He said, no judgment, no condemnation, no destruction, no defeat. You can't defeat a Christian. But he told us, the, 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 the Christian that cannot be defeated. He said, to them, to them, not everybody, which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after their senses. He's not following the five senses. That there is no money in your pocket doesn't mean you are broke. That is the definition of the world. The world says, if there's no money in your pocket, if there's no money in your account, you are a nobody. But not in our kingdom. God said, Moses, tell the children of Israel, by this time tomorrow, they will eat. They will so eat meat that it will come out of their nose. Moses said, God, these guys are hungry guys. They've not eaten meat for many years. He said, God, let me tell you, I have 600,000 soldiers don't let us talk about other young people, young boys. These are soldiers. And soldiers, when they take meat, they don't know how to stop. So Moses began to tell God. God said, Moses, are you saying that God cannot furnish a table in the wilderness? He okay. Tell them not to eat You start fasting. By this time tomorrow. He said, God said they will not only eat meat tomorrow, one week. He said, for the next one month, they will have meat. Non-stop. But they were in the wilderness. Moses looked around. Where will the meat come from? God said, you will not know. The Bible said, the next day, a breeze came. People thought, maybe it wants to rain. And suddenly, big quails, birds. They fell all came to the camp and covered the clouds. The whole camp became dark. People were hearing noise. The birds came and landed in the camp, children of Israel camp. And the Bible says, one day's journey. On every side, birds were everywhere, five foot or five feet. They were landing on themselves, five feet. Nobody was in a hurry. They came to be killed. <laughs> they came to be eaten. You don't need to do anything. Lift your hand before the Lord. Money is coming to you like that. Money is... You know, you know when we say things like this, people will say, how, how can this be? How, how can this be? <laughs> Last year... I won't tell you what I've done this year. Last year, I was given $10,000 every day for 30 days. I didn't break it. Every day. 10, dollars 10, $10,000, $10,000. 10, Something triggered. Money to come. It's called the law of the spirit of life. The law of the spirit of life is the law of life. It's not, just a, it's not just a law. It's the law of life. So the Bible calls it the spirit of life. It brings life into everything. But when gospel when, are not taught, they are praying for things that they should not pray for. Verse, verse 1 says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after their senses, but they walk after the spirit. That means they speak according to the spirit. You will never say you are broke because there's no money. You are walking after the senses. He said the people that dwell there shall not say, I am sick. You are walking after the senses because you are shaking. Say you are sick. He said anyone that walk according to the senses will face condemnation. Why? Because of verse 2. Why? Verse 2 says, for, for, that means verse 1 depends on verse 2. Verse 2 is the reason why verse 1 we walk. He said, for there is a law. That means there is a principle. There is a law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. He said, that law at past tense made, Not shall make us free, nor will make us free, Not soon and very soon will be free from the law of sin. Sin and all the consequences of sin. Death and all his junior brothers, <laughs> all his cousins. The law of the spirit of life admits us free from them. Why? God, is when you become a Christian, you no longer live by the senses. God doesn't want you to focus on the outward appearance of your life. 7 Corinthians 4, verse 16. Let's begin to flow. The spirit of God is moving here. Verse 16, 7 Corinthians 4. He said, For which cause we faint not? For which cause we faint not? But though our outward man perish, The senses, the outward man. Yet our inward man is renewed day by day. Next verse. He says, for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Next verse. He says, why we look not? Oh, glory to God. See, looking principle again. Why we look not at what? At the things which are seen. We don't look at the things which you can see. I can see that my house, there's nothing inside there. I can see that I don't even have a car. I don't look at it. Somebody can say, oh, this brother is poor. That is his sight. Something is wrong with his eyes. I'm not using his eyes to look at myself. See, I can see myself. I can see the glory of God. I can see the grace of God. I can see that I'm not a failure. I can see that I'm not broke. I can see I'm not sick. I can see. He said, why we look not? We don't look at the things that we can see, but at the things that we cannot see. Why? For the things that we can see are temporal. You will give it. You don't know what God just told me now. Eh? Tell me. God says, you will give it. Let me tell you what God just said. He said, I know he's talking to me. He said, I will give it. Because I gave him $10,000 every month. He said, I will give him a million dollars. I mean, every day. I will give you a million dollars every day. Note it down. You heard it, miss. I said it, you have heard it. Note it down. You will testify that I said it. Every day I will give you a million dollars. It can't be stopped. It has nothing to do with hard work. It has nothing to do with the company. Which company will pay you that money? They don't have it. Which company will give the children of Israel a bear to eat? They don't have it. Even if you bring all the factory together, they how long will they work? They will be tired. But they a law. Yes, sir the law of the spirit of life. It multiplies everything. When that law is at work, it triggers prosperity. I want you to listen very well. It triggers prosperity. It triggers success. Nothing finishes with you. How can money finish in your hand? It's a sin for money to finish in your hand. Ah, Ah, Hey, tell everybody, say never. 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 Money can never finish in my hand. It is a sin before God. It is a sin. That God will come to meet you and there's no money. Why? Let's look at one scripture like this. Let me digress a little bit. There's a law. Say there's a law. There's a law. Say, your neighbor, say there's, a law. there's a law. Say there's a law that's working in me. And there's a law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Say that law is working in me right now. Deuteronomy 29, I'm going to read from verse 1 to verse 6. Deuteronomy 29, verse 1 to verse 6. Let's read. God is saying to the children of Israel. These are the words of the covenant which the Lord commanded Moses to make with the children of Israel. In the land of Moab, beside the covenant which he made with them in Horeb. Next verse. And Moses called unto all Israel. Now I want you to listen And said unto them, you have seen all that the Lord did before your eyes in the land of Egypt. Unto Pharaoh and to all his servants, verse, and unto all the great temptations. Come on now, let me read that. Thank you. I'm using this one. Unto the great temptations which thy eyes have seen, the signs and those great miracles. Yet the Lord had not given you an heart. Oh, come on, follow me now. Yet the Lord had not given you an heart to perceive. And eyes to see and to hear, ears to hear unto this day. They've been following God for a long time. Then he says, I have led you 40 years. This is what I want to see. I have led you 40 years in the wilderness. And your clothes are not waxing old upon you. The same cloth they wore out of Egypt 40 years ago is what they are still wearing. The spirit of life in Christ Jesus gives you a spiritual lifetime warranty. Oh, come on now. If you buy a wristwatch, they say they give you three years warranty. That means from now till the next three years, if there's anything wrong with it, you can bring it back. Some will even give you ring, they will say they give you lifetime warranty for a ring because there's no ring, nothing will happen to ring. You know? But look at what God did to these people. He said, Moses is telling them, and I've led you 40 years in the wilderness. Your clothes are not waxing old upon you, and your shoe is not waxing old upon thy foot. This is a major miracle. Moses mentioned all the miracles that God did in wilderness for them. He said, God did great and mighty miracles. God did wonderful miracles. But he wanted to pick the one that blew up every miracle. Their clothes. As the guy was growing, the cloth was growing. <laughs> understand oh, what's going on. As the guy was growing, he would wake up in the morning and wear the cloth. It will fit him. He started wearing the cloth at the age of two. He's now 45. The cloth is he wearing. Moses said, listen, look at what God did for you. He did many wondrous things, many mighty things, many miraculous things. He said, but remember your cloth. Which shopping mall was in the wilderness? There was no shopping mall. Who, who, who want to sell cloth for to 6 million Jews? It's not like today where they have factories. Who wants to sell clothes for them? Nobody even wants them. They want to kill them. There was a time they were passing through a place they refused to give them water and drink. They refused to give them because they were coming to take over their land. How can you sell clothes to your enemies? So the Bible says here, your clothes are not waxing old upon you and, and the shoe is not waxing old upon your foot. The guy started with size three at the age of two. At age of twenty-five, he's wearing size eleven. The same shoe. The shoe never worn out. These guys were walking in the wilderness. I mean, you know, remember some of your friends, not you now. Huh? Some of your friends in school—they've used the shoe. Next time you see it, it's like, it's like Alibaba and the Forty Tips. The shoe—it has open mouth like it's like a canoe. <laughs> this guy, this guy been wearing the same shoe, the same shoe, for forty years. You think the shoe did not become old. Every day it was always new. Every day they wear it brand new. Moses said, this is an outstanding thing that God did for you. Next verse. It's not true. And you have not eaten bread, neither have you drink wine or strong drink, that you might know that I am the Lord your God. They, they didn't even eat the same food every day. Every morning God brings fresh food. Every morning. There are things that God has done for us. They are Lifetime warranty. The spirit of life in Christ Jesus will ensure that nothing gets old with you. (coughs) Nothing finishes with you. Nothing gets dry up with you. That's why when the spirit of life is working the man's life, you get to his house, his TV will look new. Meanwhile, he has bought it five years ago. His house will look clean. His cloth will look new. People will say, ah, this cloth is so fine. When did you buy it? he say, ah, I bought it seven years ago. Seven years ago, what, what happened? Are you not watching it? He said, I don't know. It's just, why? The spirit of life in Christ Jesus. That spirit is working in your life. Nothing will get destroyed with you. Nothing will get old with you. Nothing will get broken with you. Am I communicating to somebody here? It's the law of life, it's the spirit of life. He did with the children of Israel. Now we have a better covenant, now we belong to a better blessing. Hallelujah. So when you look at yourself, don't say, I'm getting old. Hey, are you with me? Don't say, I'm getting old. Don't look at it. Say, say, look at me, I'm old. Though. No, we don't get old. Lift up your hand before the Lord. Say, I don't get old. Don't get old. The problem with any Christian is that they start looking old. They start dressing old. They start behaving old. They start talking old. They say, are you a kid? Don't stop talking like a kid. uh uh-uh. Your children are here. And the madam and the father were organized and said, okay, boys, you boys should come here now. <laughs> <laughs> they are practicing how to be old. <laughs> Many of you have been practicing how to be old. That's why you are looking old. So I'm no longer a kid. These, these boys are not my mates. You now start talking. Um, all of you children come forward. Come forward. All of you children come forward. And they all come because they know you are older than them. Mr. Old Man is calling us. And they, have you gone to, are we, are we all going to church today? Let us all go to church and worship the Lord. He's talking old. He's practicing old. He's practicing looking old. Some of you have changed your clothes. You are not wearing old looking clothes. Now you are old. Wow. <laughs> Mommy is old. Mommy has changed her clothes to hold people's clothes. Once you show her, ah. Welcome, mommy. Old looking mommy. <laughs> He's a Christian. He's gonna die. She's gonna die. That's what is killing them. I might say, I might say she should look like a, a dress like anyhow. No. But don't look old. Bible says your youth is renewed like an eagle. Don't practice old man's life. Be joyful. Young people are joyful. Be full of life. Be full of joy. Look forward, look forward. He said, in the last days, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your, your, your young men shall see visions and your old men shall what? Shall dream dreams. Start dreaming. The things you will do. Don't say my, my prayers for my children to make it in life. In, in Joshua chapter 13, verse 1, God came to meet Joshua. He said, Joshua, now you are old. And there remain much land for you. Joshua is old. God said, oh, you are old. Can you imagine God calling this about old? So who is God? (laughs) He said, you are old. God couldn't use him again. He said, now Joshua was old and striking in his ears. showing all over him. And he died at 110. Meanwhile, Moses died at 120. And he refused to die. God has to tell him to go and die. Moses said, I'm not dying. God said, go and die. (laughs) Moses said, Go, God, I want to see the life. God said, Moses, don't say it again. Go up to the mountain and die. (laughs) <laughs> the guy doesn't want to die. He went and, and he died. <laughs> I, refuse die. I refuse to die. See, I'm getting, I'm getting younger every day. Say it, say it, say it. Say it. I'm say it. Do you know why? Do you know why? Because the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus is at work in me. He's at work in me. He doesn't allow anything to behold. He doesn't allow anything to be weak. He doesn't allow anything to lose value. He doesn't allow anything to become naughty. So Paul says, why we look not at the things we can see? Don't look at your certificate. Don't look at your age. Say, so how old are you today? 55. Hi, 55. Hi. One of my staff was talking, long ago, was talking to Pastor Lisa. He said, you know, we're calling somebody to do something in church. He said, Pastor, that, that man is a old man, though. No? The pastor ask her, How old is she? He said, 34. <laughs> She's comparing her age with the man. The man is That man is old. But now she, too, she has passed 34 now. She too, is she now old? Don't call anybody old. And don't accept it. There's a law at work in my life. When you see your parent, don't say, Old mama. You have killed the mama there. Don't call your parent old mama. Don't call him old papi. Don't call your papi. Don't transfer life. Then, man, not die, not start crying. You kill him. (laughs) Don't call your papa old papa. Old daddy. You think you are joking. You are transferring death into him. No. Transfer the spirit of life. Because you are walking by the senses. You are looking at his gray hair. You are looking at his age. Every decision, the reason why you are talking is because of your senses. The man is old. See, gray hair. He can't walk straight. Why? He will soon die. I should start, start, I should start saving money now. her. <laughs> the first church I I went to console a woman that her father died. She was crying, crying, crying. I said, Lord, what will I do? I said, sorry, sorry. Pastor, leave me alone. Don't leave me alone. I said, sorry, you're okay. No, I'm not crying because he died. Why are you not crying? I don't have money to bury. <laughs> <laughs> He was she was crying because not because her father died, because of the money to bury the man. She was crying. I said, that the problem? I say, yes, Pastor. That's the reason I'm crying. I'm crying. No money. Why should he die at this time? <laughs> he can die, but not now. <laughs> Your dad will live long. Yeah. Your mom will live long. Say, yeah. say it, say it, say it. Say it. They will go with the rapture of the church. There's a law as work in your home. As the law of the spirit of life is working in your TV. He's working on your share. He's working in your plate. You know some people there with you, they keep, they keep breaking plates. Everything, bam, bam. They break. I said, don't come to my house again. <laughs> oh, why? Harry Cop. Pa? Sorry, Pastor. Sorry. You will pay. Ah, my office, you will pay. No, they pay. You break anything, you pay. <laughs> 1993, 1993, 1992. When Pastor Chris minister like this, ah, I will run in the hall like this. I'll be full of the Holy Spirit. Or shall he pursue me? We are many like that. It's like a competition in the church. I will take off under the anointing. Ushers will pursue us and grab us. Then ah! <laughs> <laughs> They will fall like this. It's like a competition. I was one of them. I know myself. <laughs> when we are praying, we will we'll be moving around in the circle like this, scattering the share. Hi, pastor we are looking at, all of us. We are breaking shares in the church anyhow. <laughs> The competition is how many share you broke today? <laughs> so, one day pass, okay. It's okay. Today's service, let me tell you, once you break share, you are paying. <laughs> so all of us, since we don't have money to pay, once you want to fall, you look clever. <laughs> you look with one eye so you land on the floor, not on the chair if you break chair, you are pain. that's how God saved the shears. from all of us praise the Lord when the law of the spirit of life is at work your car will not be breaking down the road <laughs> Are you see here, somebody? Yes, I'm breaking it down to you to let you know what that law is for. It's not just for speaking in it tongues. It's working in everything. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Everything. If that car is going to break down, he will have been telling you, don't drive out. Don't go out. Park your car. Don't go out with this car today. Call mechanic, but you won't listen. you will be giving you a signal. He's <clears throat> telling you, the Lord, of the Spirit of Life, is warning you. Pardon me. But you listen. So, everything concerning me is alive. Nothing is destroyed in my hands. I don't lose things. I don't destroy things. Everything is active. Everything is in perfect condition. I mean, you get to some people's house, there's peace. Curtains, everything. Even mosquito fly gently. Hmm? <laughs> They respect the house. Mosquito just be going. They look at you, they say no. They fly out. But there's a law at work. They recognize Daniel and they kept quiet. Lions, they recognize it's the law of the spirit of life. It's the law of the spirit of life. Daniel's thrown into Lions' Den. That law kept their mouth shut. He said, There is no condemnation. Understand it. There is no destruction. There is no judgment. There is no failure. You understand? There is no defeat. Nothing can condemn this guy. Nothing. For them that walk according to the Spirit. When that law is working, your faith is on another level. The next one, Romans 3. He gave you something. you said, you can't find it. He gave you money. You can't find it. He gave you to go and sell something. We started looking for you. We're not even looking for the thing we're asking ourselves. It's you we're not looking for. <laughs> so it, what kind of a life that? And he a Christian. say, Pastor, I don't know the demon troubling me. It's not a demon troubling you. Activate the law of the spirit of life. And what do you do? You say it every day. Every time. Many of us that have been long-time Christian, this, this scripture has been there in the Bible, but we, we, we were doing it when we were growing up as a, as a Christian. Then, and I'm talking to many of you on that worship. And then suddenly we stop it. Because now we come to church, we want more revelation, more Rema. And the more we listen to Rema, revelation, the more we move away from the law or the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. This is the law that we live by. Paul said there's no condemnation. No condemnation. The guy will never fail. The guy can never be poor. You can't. The guy cannot lose money. Money cannot finish in his hands. The law multiplies it. Makes you productive, makes you successful, makes you fruitful. It's a law. It's working. You don't need to pray about it. It's working. If I step out now, money follow me. When I step in now, money follow me. That's what God said to the children of Israel. He said, you are blessing, you're going out, you are blessing, you're coming in. You don't just receive money when you go out. When you come in also, money is waiting. He said, you are, you are blessing, you're going out. Many people talk about going out, why are you coming in? He said, you are blessed in the house, you are blessed in the field. Even when I'm sleeping, money comes. Say hey. it. Well, I'm blessed everywhere. I'm blessed in the field. I'm blessed in the house. I'm blessed on the road. I'm blessed in the car. I'm blessed everywhere. I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed. Fully, blessed. Fully, blessed. Fully blessed. Hi. Say, Kai. Kai. Okay, let's go there. Romans, I've been trying to enter this place. This, this is the real deal. This is it. If your faith is to to shake the world, this is where we are going. Romans 3 verse 26. To declare, I say, at this time, is righteousness. That Jesus might be, that God might be just. God might be just. And the justifier of Him, which believeth in Jesus. Lift up your hand before the Lord, say, God is my justifier." Yes. Say Jesus is my justifier. Yes. Look at what To declare I say at this time, is righteousness. God wants to declare that He is righteous. So what does He do? The Bible says that God himself might be just, and the justifier of Him which believeth in Jesus. Before Jesus came, everybody was called a sinner. Why? Because of what Adam did. I was not in the garden. Maybe if it is Beodon and Eve. <laughs> but maybe I would have, have saved the human race. It was Adam. <laughs> Adam and Eve. Adam did something wrong. And death passed over me. I didn't do anything wrong. So death passed, sin and death passed to all men as a free gift. <laughs> you don't need to do anything. Once you are born like this, crying, a sinner. <laughs> when a child is born, he's born a sinner. Except he's born through a Christian. So before Jesus came, that is a sinner. And God is sending that child to hell. He's going to hell. The child didn't do anything. That's why it's important you must be born again. Someone said, what will happen to children that died that their parents were not born again? They will go to where their parents are going. It's a nature thing. And then, Jesus came and fulfilled the demand of justice. The Bible said, he who knew no sin, 2 Corinthians 5 verse 1, was made sin for us. That we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So, Jesus came and fulfilled all the demands of righteousness. So, brother, let me have you. Come on, thank you. Just a small. So, come to, Okay. Maybe I should get. You, are, you, are, you look like Jesus, you are tall. You also look like Jesus, but Adam part. <laughs> okay, look at it. Okay, come. Okay, move backward a little bit. All right, thank you. You stay. Stay in front of him. These are powerful pastors, though. Okay, this is uh, Adam for today. (laughs) Adam did something wrong. He's sin. These are people, men, and sin passed to Adam, free. This guy, whether he's good or bad, makes no difference. Make sure sure you follow me now. No matter how good his work, no matter how kind he is, he's still going to hell. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Because of Adam sin passed to all men. He gave a free gift. It doesn't matter what he's doing. This is Jesus. The second and last Adam. He became righteous. And all those who believe in him, righteousness passed to them, whether they are good or bad. He became a gift. So, if this guy good work cannot make him righteous, this guy bad work cannot make him unrighteous. Ah! The Bible says, for God to be a just God, for him to be a just God, since he made this guy a sinner without choice. <laughs> then, when the second Adam comes, He made this guy righteous without anything. So as bad as he is, he cannot be unrighteous. As good as he is, he cannot be righteous. The difference is Jesus. If you believe in Jesus, you receive the free gift of righteousness. If you stay with Adam, you receive the free gift Oh, see, thank you. <laughs> so let's go back to verse 26. So when you begin to understand the life of faith, this is where men people make the mistake about faith. So to declare I say at this time, God's righteousness, that God might be just. He might be a just God. Why? Because Adam sin and all of us that think we're not in the garden, and we behave better than Adam, we sick condemned. So, for him to be a just God, he becomes the justifier of him which believeth in Jesus Christ. That is so important. See? In the life of faith, understand something as I read. Don't think you'll be successful because of your good behavior. I want to listen again. Don't think you'll be successful. Somebody say, well, in the last three weeks, I've not done anything wrong. So, I will get a miracle. No, 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 no. Don't think you'll be successful. Because you've not done anything wrong. Many people think, oh, I'm a nice guy. I'm a good guy. Like Iraq was sharing with you. I'm a good guy. Why am I suffering? I don't abuse. I don't speak evil. You have to understand faith. Never think everything will be alright because you are nice. I'm taking to somewhere now. Guys, I mean, the guy is a nice guy. But he's still suffering. Like the man of God Pastor Chris said many times. Bad things happen to good people. You see, good guy, nice guy, very wonderful guy. Somebody that you, you tell your daughter to marry. The guy is so good, then bad things happen to him. People say, Why? Sometimes you are in church, you see a wonderful, especially wonderful guys. Nice guys. They don't understand the message of faith. There's a difference between faith and faithfulness. You can be faithful and not have faith. Faithfulness is lawyer, A lawyer brother, your lawyer usher, is committed to you, but no, no faith in him. Everybody seen him around in church. He's the head usher, he's the head choir, he's the head everything. But nothing not not inside him will get there. So, in the life of faith, don't think everything will be alright because you are nice. Don't think everything will be alright because you be, your behavior is good. Those are not the things for faith. Let's reverse in 7. This is where we're going. Verse 27. He said, where is boasting then? He said, it is excluded. By what law? Of works? Nay. He said, but by the law of faith. The third law is the law of faith. The law of faith. In the law of faith, listen now, this is where many ministers miss it. In the law of faith, your, your good works are not necessary. Remember a law? The law of gravity. You don't need to do anything. If I drop this thing down, what comes? It comes down. It will come down. It's a law. It's a principle. In the law of faith, many Christians, many good Christians are having a bad time because they think being nice will make them to prosper. So, this is a nice brother, a nice sister, but can't afford to do two, two copies of rapses. He can't give because he thinks. Then you see one rough guy like this. One rough guy just come and say, hello pastor. And then he drops 3000 3,000 copies. And he comes and says, good day, pastor. Good afternoon, pastor. Good evening, pastor. He, I mean, he, he, he's greeting pastor morning, noon, and night. Pastor, you are wonderful. You are my life coach. You are my teacher. You are my father. You can say all those things and see not do three copies of Rhapsody. Pastor, I love you so much. I love you. Without you, there's nothing. My life is nothing. Without you, you are my best. You are my this. You are my that. Well done. Nice guy. Speak well of his pastor, but he's still broke. Why? There's a law that is not activating. Don't think being nice will make you rich. I'm not saying being bad will make you rich as well. No. (laughs) Understand the life of faith. Can we go there now? Praise God. So you have to understand that faith is the key, the law of faith. Let's read again. Look at, he said, where is boasting? Say, where is boasting? He said it is exclusive, So there's no boosting. You can't boost that you have been so nice. Like somebody will stand in front of me say, Pastor, I want to see you. I said, What is it? He? he said, Pastor, I've been fasting for three weeks. So I want you to pray for me. I said, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I've been fasting for three. Weeks. I've been eating for three weeks. You want to you don't want to come and boast in front of me. Pastor, I've been fasting for three weeks. I am you. I have been eating for three weeks. As you pray for, you know. Because you are not coming with the right attitude. You want to boast. That's the problem with young people sometimes. They are boasting, hey, pastor? We pray 12 hours! 12 hours non-stop, pastor. After you pray 12 hours three years ago, what has happened to your finances? It was still in the same spot. In fact, it has even become worse. Because there is no boasting. He said, where is boasting? There. He said, it is excluded. So, there are many things you do that is boasting, and that's why the next result didn't show up. He said, it is excluded. By what law will that righteousness be given to you? By works? He said, no. Say my life is not by works. My life is not by works. We try to work many things too much. You want to get a job, you declare three weeks fasting. What kind of a life is that? This is what they are teaching them in churches. You want anything, must be fast. Your life has always been fasting. What is your problem? And you feel good. You feel good. I have paid the price. I have paid the price. That means you are telling God, I'm warning you. I have paid the price. Why are you delaying? I pay. So, young people, you have to be careful of that. You have to be very careful. You know? So, you come out and say, What happened? To I've, been, I've, been, I've been on the mountain. Who sent you to the mountain? <laughs> I've been mean, on the mountain. What are you doing on the mountain? I will never lose a meal for the devil. Yes, Lift up your hands and say, I will never lose a meal for the devil. No, 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 no. Where is boasting then? It is excluded. When it comes to message of faith, a life of great faith, no boasting. Once you start boasting, you know that you are not getting it. You are not get it. You are, you are back to Adam. By what law? Of works? Say said. Oh, glory to God. Let's look at Galatians 2 verse 20. Galatians 2 verse 20. Let's see what's going on here. Hallelujah. Galatians 2 verse 20. He said, I am crucified with Christ. Say with me. Lift up your right hand before the Lord. Say, I am crucified with Christ. Say, nevertheless, I live. Say, yet not I. I." Ah, you are not saying it very well. Say, yet not I. I." When you see me like this, I'm not the one. Somebody is living in me. Oh, are you here, somebody? He said, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, nevertheless, you see me on the cross, crucified with Christ. He said, nevertheless, I live. Yet not I. But Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in this flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Look at it. I want you to look at the construction very well. It didn't say, I live by my faith in the Son of God. It didn't say, I live by my faith in the Son of God. He's, you're not living by your faith in the Son of God. He said, I live by the faith of the Son of God. I'm living by, not my faith, Jesus' faith. Hallelujah. Jesus has faith that if he goes to the cross, and he died for me, and I hear about it, and I believe it, I will become like him. That's the faith of the Son of God. He, 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 he has faith that if he goes to the cross, this is his faith, that this is Jesus' faith. I was not there. Jesus believed that if he goes to the cross and he died on the cross and he goes to hell for three days, that faith that made Jesus to go to hell, that faith that made Jesus go and defeat the devil, that faith, Jesus Christ, so that if he is raised from the dead and 2,000 years later, I hear about that story and I believe it, then I will have the same life like him. I live by that faith. By that. that faith that made Jesus to go to hell That faith that made him to be crucified. That faith that made him to defeat devil. He says, son, live by my faith. Why? Jesus saw a treasure in me. The Bible said he saw a treasure in the field. And what happened? And the Bible said he went and saw everything that he has and bought the treasure in the field. 2 Corinthians verse 7 says, but we have this treasure in 18 vessel. He saw a treasure. He saw me. He saw me 2,000 years ago. He saw Pastor Passover coming on the sea. 2,000 years ago, he said, if I die for him now, when he come on the scene, he will reign in life. So, I'm living by the faith of the Son of God. I'm living, understand the life of faith. The man that said to Jesus, he said, speak the word only, and my servant will be healed. Because he, he knows who Jesus is. The man doesn't even read the Bible. He's a centurion man. He's not even a Jew. He had faith in Jesus. The faith of Jesus Christ. That faith that Jesus has that somebody that is forgotten in this life, if that person hear about him and believe in him, that person's life will be transformed. I live by that faith. Every day, wake up and say it. Don't live by your faith. Are you listening to me? Don't live by faith. Live by the faith of the Son of God. Jesus is in heaven. You know what he's doing? He's the high priest of the church. The Bible says in Hebrews 3, verse 1, he said, Wherefore, holy brethren, consider the apostle and the high priest of our confession, Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus Christ is the apostle and the high priest of my confession. He's using my word to do something. He just wants me to keep talking. I'm supposed to be talking. My job is to talk. My job is talking. His job is to use it. I don't need any faith. I need this faith. So when you come to mercy your faith, you see many Christians struggling to have faith. Struggling to have faith. Stop struggling. He has finished it. Live by his faith. Live by faith. He said, I will send you another comforter. He said, even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because they see him not, neither knoweth him. He said, But you shall know him, for he shall be in you and shall be with you. He said, When the Holy Spirit shall come, when the comforter shall come, he shall show you all things. He shall teach you things to come. That faith that Jesus had to send me the Holy Ghost, I have, I live by that faith. Oh, are you with me, somebody? So we live by the faith of the Son of God. The law of faith means you are the law of gravity. Do you do anything about it? No. I'm, I'm using the law of gravity to explain this law to you. When it comes to law, you don't do anything about it. The law is there. Just activate it. You are going now and say, I'm crucified with Christ. You are going for a job in say, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I. Yet not I. Say, say yet not I. Say yet not I. He said, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in this body, I live by what? By the faith of the Son of God who love me. Oh, you say it many times. You say it on the road. I live by the faith of the Son of God. It doesn't matter whether I have faith or not. It doesn't matter. I live by the faith of the Son of God. It doesn't matter whether my faith is weak or not weak. I live by the faith of the Son of God. In Matthew chapter 17, a man took his son, his son has epilepsy spirit. He took him to his disciple. The disciple could not cast him out. Suddenly, Jesus came. He ran to Jesus. Jesus said, what's the problem? He said, I brought my, my, my son cemented by a lunatic spirit and your, 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 your disciple could not cast him out. Cast them out. Oh, Jesus Christ said, oh, you have little faith. He said, where is the boy? They brought the boy to Jesus. Jesus Christ said, how long has this thing been on this child?" On this boy, he said, from a child, he will tear him, he will foam. Jesus Christ looked at him and said, do you believe that I am, I am able to do it? Not you. The man said, please, help that my own belief. The man did not even believe. He said, no problem. He looked at the devil He said, come out of the boy. And the demon left the boy instantly. Whose faith is that? The faith of Jesus. In the law of faith, live by his faith. There are things that he has done for us. Don't think you will be perfect because you have done something right. Live by the faith of the Son of God. Paul, Paul, you know, leverage his life on it. He said, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I. There is no boasting. All of us can be millionaires tonight. There is no boasting. Not of works. Not of works. Don't think you have to do so many things. Your friend must have done many things. Your colleague must have done many things. Your grandfather must have done many things. Your great-grandfather, they said they label your family. That is their story. If any man be in Christ. He's a new creature. All things are passed away. And all things have become new. I fly on the feet of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. I live by his faith. When I enter the airplane, I live by his faith. When I enter the car, I live by his faith. I, I live by the faith of the Son of God. Oh, come on now, we are moving, we are moving. Something is cooking here. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. It's terrible. So I live by the faith of the Son of God. The first one, the perfect law of liberty. You don't have anything to do, just keep looking. The second one, the law of the spirit of life. Everything about you has life. The third one, the law of faith. Whose faith? The faith of the Son of God. I live by that faith. That's why you can't defeat me. Why? (coughs) You think I'm weak. The Bible says when we are weak, that is when we are strong. When we look so weak, when we look so helpless, Holy Ghost does not come to you when you can help yourself. Oh, come on, now rewind. Didn't get it. Holy Ghost helps the helpless. That's why it's called the helper. Since you can do it by yourself, you don't, need the, you don't need the legal. But when you get to the point where you don't know what to do, what you don't know what to, where to go, then the Holy Spirit of God, he comes to help. He's the helper. He's the comforter. He's the advocate. He's the intercessor. He's the, there. He's the one to instruct you, to guide you. To, sometimes, we pastors, sometimes you don't feel like preaching. You don't feel like preaching. You, you pray, you no power, nothing. You say, I live by the faith. I live by the faith of the Son of God. Who called me to be a pastor? You carry your Bible. I live by the faith of the Son of God. You are walking to the hall. There's nothing in your head. I live by the faith of the Son of God. Who gave himself for me? You walk into the auditorium. I live by the faith of the Son of God. I live by the faith of the Son of God. Turn your Bible to Romans chapter 5. <laughs> by the time you are through with the service, the blind has received their sight. The lame has won. Everybody's hailing, hey, mighty pastor. Mighty pastor. Supernatural pastor. But you know yourself. You, you you tip two hearts again. Say, Lord, thank you for not embarrassing me today. I live by the faith of the sons of God. Lift up your head before the Lord. Say, I live. Say, I live. Oh, tell your neighbor, say, I live by the faith of the Son of God. I live by His faith. He has faith in me. That's why He died. He has faith in me. He, he knows that if He died for me, I will prosper. He knows if He died for me, I will not be sick. All He wants me to do is to believe. I believe. I live by Thy faith. I am what God says I am. I live by the faith of the Son of God. Oh, tell your neighbor, say, I live by the faith of the Son of God. Say, say I live by the faith. So, life is a law. Faith is a law. Faith is a law. Now, that scripture, to better understand Romans 3, verse 27, let's go to Romans 10, verse 6. How does faith work? Romans 10, verse 6. Oh, oh, I thank God for my pastor, Pastor Chris, that taught me all these things. My God and my Lord, where will I be? I'll not be afraid like every other person. Very fearful. There's no fear in me. Take my body, you won't find a piece of fear. When I was transferred to Ghana, we, we finished the meeting, I entered play. I've told you this testimony you know, many times. I entered aeroplane to go back to my city that I was pastoring, Kano State, to pick up my passport and fly back and fly to Ghana to resume. As we entered the plane, one hour, 15 minutes flight. Thirty minutes into the flight, I was the last person to enter. I saw the pilot coming out. I was sitting at the back. At that time, the grace was for economic class. I was sitting at the back of the plane. The pilot came out from the back, went to the back, went back to the front. Then he announced. He said, oh, hello. Nobody responded. He said, we're having some challenges with the hydraulic system of the plane. Uh-huh. Everybody has most of them. You know, inside the plane. Even inside the bus now, you mean you can tell driver to park? Let me drop. <laughs> inside the plane, where will you park? Huh? He said, the hydraulic system of the plane is faulty and that the plane will not be able to land in Kano Airport. Kano Airport does not have the facility to stop the plane. Huh? The play. <laughs> so we are going to return back to Lagos. Of course, you know what is happening in the plane, now. No, it's crying. Everybody that has committed sin began to ask for God. <laughs> Final day on earth. Hi! I was just posted to Ghana. I have not even entered Ghana. <laughs> Dad was already hungry. Hi! I was sitting at the back. I remember the teachings of my pastor. I live by the faith of the Son of God. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. With that in my spirit, I did like this. I was, I did like this. I said, In the name of the Lord Jesus, be healed. Be healed. Hey. Talking about great faith, if I was to write our report here today, Paul was in shipwreck, I was in plane crash. You see, I'm not just in Ghana for nothing. have. <laughs> The people didn't want me to enter. Papi Hill. We landed Lagos. The plane crash landed. The wind collapsed. We ran into the bush. I was sitting. I came out. The plane refused to explode. I came My pastor called me at the airport. You know, I just said on the news, the plane crashed. How are you? if you listen to the message Men's Rally you see pastor talking about today he didn't mention my name I was the one the plane crash you have to get ready that's why this message this program has come to you now don't be looking for faith live by the faith of the son of God when trouble show don't say I didn't read my rhapsody this morning I didn't read my Bible this morning. I didn't pray long enough. No. Live by the faith of the Son of God. Live by the faith. Don't say, ah, I wish I prayed long enough. Many pastors have taught us that we need to pray long enough before things can happen. Mm-mm. I know, I will tell you, when we come to prayer, I will tell you why we pray long enough. Not because of things will happen. We live by the faith of the Son of God. See? We live by the faith of the Son of God. I pray in tongues for hours. But when I finish, I live by the faith of the Son of God. Who loved me and gave himself for me. Why? If I don't do that, that's verse 20, Galatians 2 verse 20. In verse 21, he said, I do not frustrate the grace of God. When you start living by your own effort, you frustrate the grace of God. But when you live by the faith of the Son of God, he said, I do not frustrate. I do not frustrate the grace of God. For if righteousness come by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. So there are Christians who ask grace, but they are frustrating it. They are frustrating because they want to live by their effort. He it of works? No. So when you are praying in tongues as young people, don't think you get results because you pray in tongues. That's not the purpose of praying in tongues. The Bible says, He that speaketh an unknown tongue, speaketh not unto men, but unto God. He said, I in the spirit he speaketh mysteries. He said, He that speaketh an unknown tongue, edify himself. That is the purpose of speaking in tongues. Charge himself. Build himself. So that you can say, I live at the feet of the Son of God. You build yourself against every thought that says you are living by your works. You rebuild yourself in the place of tongue so that you will not consider the senses. When challenges come your way, you respond spiritually. There are many prayer warriors in this city. Prayer warriors. And I don't know why they are worrying in prayers. Prayer warriors. They, are, they say they are prayer warriors. And when they finish praying, they, they go to the people's house and finish their food. <laughs> they are prayer warriors. Say, so we have prayed, madam. Settle us. No. I live by the faith of the Son of God. Lift your beautiful hand before the Lord. Say, I live by the faith of the Son of God. This is so This is so important. What I'm showing you now is so important. Because many times young people want to feel big, feel proud. I've achieved a lot. You don't achieve anything. This is the achievement. Don't think you have done anything. Jesus did it. So Jesus is in your mouth. You talk about him. You tell people how much you love Jesus. He said, Without me, you can do nothing. I'm not a great pastor because of my works. I'm a great pastor because of Jesus. What he did for me. He gave gifts to men. He gave some apostles, some prophets. You didn't even make yourself pastor. It's what I made you pastor. Do you understand? Jesus made you pastor. Let's enter some more levels. Second Corinthians 4, verse 13. Tell your neighbor, say, I live by the faith of the Son of God. It's right. when you talk like that, gospel, eh? when, David, when you talk like that, things will be working for you. He will take responsibility for your errors. When people go and report you to God, say, that brother, I have no problem with him. He's, not, he's living by my faith. People will accuse you and criticize you, Nothing shake your result, because they don't know you don't live by your faith. Are you listening to me? They think you are. No, you are living by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave Himself for me, so I do not frustrate the grace of God. That is the grace of God. Paul says in 1 Corinthians fifteen verse ten, he said, "I am what I am by the grace of God." That was nothing. Okay, let's eat it on the head. Romans ten again. I said Romans ten verse six. Oh, I love this. Romans ten verse six. Let's read. Romans ten verse six. He said, but the righteousness which is of faith, speak it. The righteousness that Moses and the Lord brought is a doing righteousness. The righteousness of Jesus is a speaking righteousness. Let's read verse 5. Verse 5. Romans 10, verse 5. For Moses, look at it there. Moses described the righteousness which is of the law. The righteousness which is of the law That the man which marked the world doeth those things, shall live by them. And I'll explain that in the perfect law of liberty. Why not to obey the law? Because this is the righteousness of Moses. It's, until you do it, you cannot be righteous. But, verse 6, next verse. But the righteousness which is of faith, speak it, not do it. So in our kingdom, it is a speaking kingdom, not a doing kingdom. If you miss me like this, Get a pillow and start sleeping. He speaketh. He speaketh. He speaketh. Righteousness of Moses, he described it. He what? Do it. Righteousness of Jesus speaketh. On this wise. See what he's saying. This is righteousness of faith. He speaking on this manner. Say not. In your heart, who shall ascend into heaven, that is to bring Christ down from above, or who shall descend into the deep, that is to bring up Christ again from the dead. Don't say how it will happen. That's what he's saying. Don't say in your heart, I wish God is here to help me. Don't say, I wish Jesus Christ show himself to me. You know, like some ministers, they say, Jesus, reveal yourself to me. And because they've heard some other ministers say that. Jesus appeared to them in their room. I say, Lord, until you appear to me in my room, you you have not called me. Don't say it. Don't say, who will go to heaven and bring down Jesus Christ? Don't say it. Don't say how. Don't say how you will get the money. Don't think in your heart, how will the money come? Don't say it. How will I get the job? How will I get the money? He says, say not in your heart. Who will go to heaven and bring down Jesus? Or who will go to hell and bring him up Verse verse 8. But what said it? What is this righteousness saying? He said the word is where? It's 90. The word is so close to you, it's in your heart and in your mouth. The money you need is not in heaven, it's in your mouth. Can I say it again? I say, if you sleep from now, you didn't attend this conference. From day one. The child you want is not with God, it's in your mouth. The business you want is not with God, it's with your mouth. That's the mistake many Christians are making. They are praying to God to receive something from God and they will never receive it because it's where? In their mouth. He said, don't say in your heart, Who oh, will go to heaven and bring Jesus down or go to hell and bring him up to do what? To do what? He said, the world that you are looking for is 90. He's so close to you, he's so close that it's in your heart and in your mouth all the money you spend this year is in your mouth. So when we are praying, and we're like, oh, God, the devil will do something. Wrong prayer. It's in my mouth. Lift up your hand, young man. Young man, young women. Lift up your hand. Where is, where is the money? In your mouth. When I say I'm going to give a million dollar, Someone somebody will God approve it. He has approved his sins. It's where? In my mouth. Talk more than you eat. (coughs) Talk more than you eat. The world is nigh thee in your mouth. Where is your future in your mouth? Where is your husband? You're a a man. (laughs) Where is your wife? In your. Where is your wife? In your mouth. Stop moving by the senses. They're looking for fine girl. <laughs> They're looking to come to church. Yeah, I love your air positive, you church. Fine babes. He now come to church. He's not worshipping God. He's looking around. He's looking for a wife. You won't find. I say it in the name of Jesus. You won't know? find. <laughs> You will not find the wife. In the name of Jesus. You will not see the sister. The wife is where? Your In your mom. mouth. Where is your husband? In your mouth. <laughs> where is your wife? In your mouth. Eh? Those who walk not according to the senses. They will be looking at her and say, ah, I know what my life will be if I marry Nana. I know how my life will be. You, you, she will not marry you. Yes. <laughs> the, the word is where? In your mouth. In your mouth. Hmm? We, we'll see. The business is where? In your mouth. In your mouth. One billion dollars. Where is it? See, until you get there, you'll be praying dumb dumb prayers. It has not worked since. You are still praying I'm changing it now. It's in your mouth. He said, don't, who, don't say who will go to heaven and bring Christ down. Don't say we'll go to hell and bring him up. He, says, he said the righteousness of Moses, you have to do something to make it. You have to do something. You have to do something. He said, but the righteousness of faith is a speaking one. Okay. Don't say we'll go to heaven and bring down Christ. Don't say we'll go to hell and bring, down, bring up Christ for you. He said, where is the word?" He said, the word is so close. It's in your heart and in your mouth. Every money you spend this year is not with God. It's in your mouth. You start talking. You wake up in the morning and start talking. You sleep too much. You wake up in the morning. Wake up in the morning, 5 a.m., you start talking. You speak in tongues so that you can talk. You speak in tongues. When you speak in tongues, you activate your spirit. So you won't talk like a man. You activate your spirit. Then you begin to release the word. Release the word. You release your future. Release it. Release it. It's in your mouth. He said, that is the word of faith which we preach. That if thou shalt confess, that if thou, this is the principle, if thou shalt confess, this is how you got born again, if thou shalt confess, if thou shalt confess with your mouth, the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in your heart that God had raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. That's how you receive eternal life. Your mouth and your heart. You wake up in the morning, you talk your world, you talk to your life on the road you are talking. You are driving your car. You are talking. You are a talking Christian. You are talking the word. The word is 90. You speak your future. You speak it. Nothing can stop it. While you are here now, you are talking. Not that you are looking at me. As if we are in a cinema house. You are talking. As we are sitting down like you are breathing the world. You are breathing the world In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. By the power of the Holy Ghost. I'm going to open that shopping mall. In the name of the Lord Jesus. By the power of the Holy Ghost. I will have that estate. In the name of the Lord Jesus. By the. And you keep talking. You keep talking. You keep talking. The word is 90. What is tomorrow like for you? Say it. The word is 90. Lift up your hand. The word is 90. Hallelujah. The word is 90. We keep quiet too much. Hallelujah. Lift up your hand before the Lord. In the next two minutes, you start talking. I want to talk your future. I want to say it. The the centurion man has to say something to Jesus. He he has to say, don't come. Don't come. Speak the word only. Jesus is waiting for you now. Speak. Lift up your hand. Speak your future. Listen, before you talk. In the message of faith, you don't talk to God. You don't talk to God. You don't talk to God. Oh God, give me a car. That is not from God. You will not get it. In the message of faith, you speak, you speak. Jesus Christ said, if you shall say to this mountain, Mark 11, if you shall say to this mountain, not say to God, if you shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed. And be thou cast into the sea. And not doubt in your heart. But believe the things which you say shall come to pass. He said you shall have what things ever you say. Law of faith. Speak. Don't say, God, please come down and help me. Don't say, Jesus Christ, rise from the dead and help me. He said, no, don't speak like that. He said, what does the word say? He said, the word is nighed. Even in your heart and in your mouth. Lift up your hands now. The money is so close, it's in your mouth. The business is in your mouth. The baby, the pregnancy is in your mouth. You want to have a child? Say, Lord, I thank you today. I speak now in the name of Jesus. I have my twins. In the next nine months, (laughs) you start speaking. Don't look around now. Begin to speak. The word is in your mouth. All of you of the gallery, the word is in your mouth. The word is in your mouth. Lift your hand before the Lord. The word is in your mouth. Those of you on the board, speak now. Your members, where are your members? In your mouth. Pastors, speak now. Everything is in your mouth. You speak. You know, Isaiah says something. Isaiah 55 verse 10. He says, so Isaiah 55, verse 10. He said, For as the rain cometh down from heaven, for as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven, and return not thither, but watereth the head, the rain, and maketh it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. He says, So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. So my word is like what, like rain? Have you ever seen rain? you see it dropping once in a while? When it's rain, what's happening? Some rain can rain for seven days. Am I right? Some rain, they call it uh, in the other side, monsoon rain. They can rain for a whole week. They will flood your place. He you said your word is like a rain. Some of you, your word is like a shower. You are talking like as if you are dropping shower. You know those rain that want to rain and stop rain, you just drop one word. You have not spoken for a whole day. It's like one drop of rain. But when he talk about rain, he said your word shall be like a rain. That means every damper. That means the word is pouring out regularly. The word is. He said like a rain. You talk more than you eat. Lift up your hand before the Lord. Where's the word? Where's the money? Where's the job? Where is the business? Where is your husband? Where is your wife? Where is your children? Where is your future? Now begin to shout out your future. Give the Lord a shout! Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Begin to speak in tongues. I want you in the next two minutes, release the word. Don't just speak in tongues. Speak in tongues. And speak in your understanding. Lord, this is my future. I announce my future. I announce my... This is a place of confirmation today. All grace available here today. Announce your future. Don't look around. Don't play with it. Say in the name of the Lord Jesus, this is where I'm going. This is my future. I have the picture. I will not forget this picture. I release the word. The The word is in my mouth. The word is in my heart. The word is in my mouth. The word is in my heart. The word is in my mouth. The law of faith... I live by that faith of Jesus Christ. I live by the faith of the Lord Jesus Christ who loved me and gave himself to me. I will not frustrate the grace of God. The grace of God is working for me now. Why? Because the word is in my heart and in my mouth. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I release the world. I release the world concerning my business. Announce the amount your business will do this year. Announce the business. So I received that contract. What's five million dollars? What five million CDs? I received that contract. What 3 million cities begin to talk like that. I received that business. I received it. The word is in your mouth. It's not in heaven. The word is in your mouth. Speak. Wherever you are perspective from now, speak. This is great faith. Convention. In faith, you don't talk to God. In faith, you don't look at God. He has done it. Hallelujah. In faith, the word is in your mouth and in your heart. Speak now. Speak. In the name of Jesus Christ. Speak. Speak. That job is in your mouth. That business is in your mouth. Maybe there is a company you want to go and apply for. Is in your mouth. Begin to speak. Testimonies everywhere. Testimonies everywhere. All of you on the side. Everything is in your mouth. Be speaking now. Be speaking. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Don't beg. Listen. Some of you are saying, oh God, give me this job. Don't say, God, give me something. Don't say, God, give me anything. That's not the word. The word is where? In your mouth. He has told you to talk. Be talking. I have. I have. I have. I have. I have. I receive. I have, I have, I have, I have. they saying it. I have the job. I have the business. I have the organization. I have the industry. I have it. Mention that factory. Mention the saloon. Uh, you want to open a saloon? I have that saloon. I have the saloon. Which location? East Lagon. I have the saloon at East Legon. You're talking like that. The word is in your mouth. I opened that store. I opened that store in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I opened that store at Osu. I received the goods free. I received the goods free. Talk like that. Don't move by your senses. Don't look at anything. Speak according to the Spirit. Don't consider the don't consider the senses. You don't need to know anybody. The Holy Ghost is your helper. Young men, young ladies, speak. This week is your week. This program is for you. Your future is. You are releasing your future now. This is your future. What you are saying now is your future. I'm telling you now. What you are saying now, don't forget it, is your future. Be talking. All of you watching, wherever you are, they're talking. You can even take your phone and record what you are saying. And record what you are saying. Many times, I will record what I'm saying. I'll go and play it to myself again. Record what you are saying sometimes. And play it again. And say it again. And say it again. And say it again. This is my future. This is my life. The path of the just. is as a shining light. It shines brighter and brighter. Perfect and farthest. Don't be distracted. Don't miss today. Don't miss this moment. Don't miss this moment. The power of the Holy Ghost said, young man, your future is great. Say it. There's no debt on your part. Say it. The word is 90. The word is so close. It's in your heart and in your mouth. The word of salvation is in your heart and in your mouth. The word of grace is in your heart and in your mouth. The word for your prosperity is in your heart and in your mouth. In the name of the Lord Jesus and by the power of the Holy Ghost, I dominate the world. I rule the world. I shine. I reign. I flourish like a palm tree. I lay up gold like dust. I lay up money like dust. Money can never finish in my hands. I will always have, and I will always have abundance. I live in plenty. I live in surplus. This is the year of the prolific church. I proliferate everywhere. I proliferate everywhere. I spread everywhere. I expand everywhere. I'm a bond and a shiny light. My light will never go out. My light will never dim. I'm like a city. I'm not a village. I'm not a room. I'm a city. I'm not a three-bedroom apartment. I am a city. Set upon the hill. I cannot be hidden. My success story cannot be hidden. My prosperity story cannot be hidden. Be talking, be talking. The Holy Ghost wants you to talk. Talk. The word is in your mouth. All of you watching, be talking. Be talking. Stand up, sister, in your room and be talking. Stand up, brother, in your room and be talking. Brother, park your car. Park your car and talk. Somebody is driving and you are washing. Look for somewhere safe to park. And talk, talk. I am who God says I am. I have what God says I have. I can do what God says I can do. I, Pastor Biotum Lawa, I can do all things. Through Christ that strengtheneth me. I'm strengthened by Christ. I live by the faith of the Son of God. I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not frustrate the grace of God. Where is boasting then? It is excluded. By what law? Of work? Nay! I don't function by works. I function by the law of faith. I function by what I say. I function by what I say, not what I do. Listen as we close. Some ministers, when we say when Pastor Christ say keep saying it, they say it's not true. Uh, keep saying it. Keep saying it, keep saying it. All those who are complaining that Pastor Chris, our pastor, is telling us keep saying it. Where are they? Many of them are sitting in their own church. The man of God is reaching 7 billion people. Rhapsody of Reality is translated to 7,858 languages. They have not even written one book. Who are you supposed to listen to? The word is in my mouth, not of works. Don't say, I will do a lot of things, I will get money. No, the money is in my mouth. Young men, the money is where? Young ladies, the money is where? I've told you, ladies, don't be waiting for you to marry a rich man. Be so rich. Let your husband meet you rich. And don't marry a poor man. Ladies, are you hearing me? Yeah. What was he doing that he was poor? He's not speaking. So I've been in Christ's Christ message for 15 years and you are still poor like this. I'm not marrying you. Say, so yeah, But there is love. No, no it's not. This is not love. God didn't say I should love the one I want to marry. God didn't say so. You don't need to love anybody before you marry the person. There's no place in the Bible that the Bible says love the one you want to marry. There's nothing like that. You can marry without love. You've watched too many films. There's too many films. They're not listening to the Bible. They're looking for a guy that's coming on the horse. In Accra. Do you see us in Accra? Listen. Listen. Sister, you have to start talking now. I'm marrying a loaded brother. Not. Brother, final warning. Be loaded. (laughs) Lift up your hands. I'm loaded. Loaded, 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 loaded. Don't marry, don't marry any brother that, that has plans. He say he has plans. What, what plans? I'm planning on buying the car. I'm planning on buying. I'm planning on buying the car. I'm planning on buying. I'm planning, and planning, and planning, and planning. I'm planning. So when you finish the plan, come and look for me. No, not after this thing, the brother is still broke. Something's wrong. Something's wrong in his heart. Oh, brother, say I'm loaded. I have told you the sister will not marry you. There's no time to waste. Jesus is coming. They now come and marry you, then you are now saying we are putting our faith to work. Put it to work now. Glory! Sisters, I'm ready! You take over the city, take over the nation, take over Ghana. No man stopping you. No man stopping you. Be the president of Ghana. Be the minister in Ghana. Take over the politics. Take over the businesses. Take over the banks. Take over the industries. Take over the markets. Take over the financial sector. I say, take over. Take over the city. Yeah. In a program like this. Let me tell you. You, you, have to, you have to be violent. In a program like this. You don't stand straight. You say I take over the job. I take over the business. I take over the company. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The money is mine. The business is mine. Listen, the man of God Pastor Chris says, A quiet Christian will not go far. We roar like a lion. When I'm praying, when that anointing is on me, hallelujah, the room becomes small. I, t- I say, The name, can I smile? Can I smile? Can I smile? Can I smile? Move your body, move your leg, and speak the word. Don't just don't just stand. Let's say the, the, the business is mine. The business is mine. The business is mine. What is that? In the name of Jesus, by the power of the Holy Ghost, I lay hold on it. I lay hold on it. Yeah, yeah. When take I? That business is mine lift up your hand before the Lord when the anointing came upon Elijah he has run the king us oh can you see your future 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 are you great are you rich are you influential are you powerful Yes. Our parents didn't hear these things. They didn't hear these things. They go to church. The minister said, we are nothing in your eyes. We are like an ant in your eyes. And he ah, oh, Lord, I'm nothing. And he ended up as nothing. Not our generation. Knowledge has come. Understanding has come. Lift up your eyes and say this hand will never be for coins. Say mark this hand. This hand is an anointed hand for mega money. Mega prosperity. Say look at my hand. This hand will deal with billions. ha <laughs> ha! You be talking when you live there, be talking when you enter your car, be talking when you get to your house, open your door, enter like a champion. Say, The name of Jesus, I flourish like a palm tree. Lift your hand before the Lord, heaven is waiting for you to speak. Jesus is the high priest of what you say is waiting for you to say something it need you to speak